you dirty bitch. I can't hear you. Hold on, let me make sure my shit right. Oh, <laughs> thank God I got the last pick of the damn. In the damn round, trying to connect. Dog, don't do me like that. That's fucked up. VPN connect. All right, baby, it's telling me that we drafting. <laughs> oh, shit, boy. Somebody took Jamar Chase first overall. Um, welcome to Give Me Some Headlines, <laughs> Season 3, Episode 97. This is your dog, P. Henry Trot of the Fourth, a.k.a. Home Run Trot, a.k.a. Sneezy P., because I bless these hoes. And this is relevant because I chew. You right. I still can't hear you, but I... <laughs> let me make sure my uh my head, my headphones in here. I can't nah. Somebody took Justin Jefferson second overall. This is the fantasy football. You still can't hear me, job. nigga. I can hear you now. Yes, sir. We okay. in there. <laughs> we in that that what it do man nigga just saw me pantomime and sneeze one time <laughs> <laughs> and this is a spike p joint in case you didn't know what we have is people doing people going crazy already in this draft man we got jamar chase coming off the board first we got justin jefferson coming second patrick mahomes went third christian mccaffrey went fourth travis kelsey went fifth i'm sitting down here with uh austin eckler went sixth I'm sitting down here with the 10th pick. This is a 10-team league, so I get to go back-to-back. I don't know what this league doing, man. So what I'm going to do is I was going to play the hero running back role. I may be able to get Tyreek Hill and Nick Chubb back-to-back. If nobody... I mean, if you're going back-to-back... Who's going to stop you from picking whoever you want to second? Him or AJ Brown and a combination of Nick Chubb playing the hero. Oh man, B. John Robin- Robinson failed to me. Uh, I lied. I'm taking AJ Brown. Um, this guy, you actually, love that cat. I- I'm drafting him, and then I go, and then I go on AJ Brown. So I went B. John Robinson with the tenth pick, and then you can hear me good with this mic location right here. I can. Yup. Man, can I drop a doctor monologue on your forehead? Go ahead with it. We here for it. This your dog. C-O-D-M-D, the rhyming. <laughs> Coming at you, lawyer than effect. Waxing poetic. About that beautiful game of football. College football, a timeless tradition that brings people together in a way that few other things can. 
is more than just a sport. It's a cultural phenomenon, a source of pride and a testament to the power of community. When you think of college football, you can't help but conjure images of crisp autumn Saturdays, the air filled with the scent of tailgate barbecues and the sound of marching bands. It's a sensory experience like no other. One that evokes nostalgia and excitement in equal measure. But college football is more than just a game played on a field. It's a microcosm of our society, a reflection of our values and a platform for young athletes to showcase their talent and determination. It's where dreams are born and legends are made. The rivalries in college football are legendary, spanning generations and defining regions. Whether it's the Iron Bowl between Auburn and Alabama, the Red River rivalry between Texas and Oklahoma, or the historic matchups in the Big Ten, these games are etched in the annals of sports history. And let's not forget the pageantry. From the iconic dotting of the eye at Ohio State to the War Eagle cry at Auburn, each school brings its unique traditions and rituals to the game. The colors, mascots, and fight songs create an atmosphere that is electric and unparalleled. College football is not without its controversies and debates. Questions about amateurism, player compensation, and the impact of academics continue to swirl. Yet in the midst of these discussions, the passion of the fans remains unwavering. In the end, College football is a tapestry of stories, emotions, and moments that define generations. It's the roar of the crowd, the Hail Mary passes, and the underdog triumphs. It's the lessons learned on and off the field, the friendships forged, and the pride of wearing your school's colors. So, as we gather in stadiums across the nation, as we paint our faces, as we cheer for our alma maters, let's remember that college football is more than a game. It's a celebration of tradition, a showcase of talent, and a testimony to the enduring spirit of competition and camaraderie. It's college football and is woven into the very fabric of our American identity. Me. Now I'm right back to Ian Ryan, man. You feel me? Real hood nigga shit, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Your dog be writing and waxing poetic. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Somebody took Jalen Hurts 21st, man. I'm upset. I ain't even gonna front. I ain't you even gonna You get a chance to listen to that track, by? I did, man. I did. It was five. Then you being a monster, ain't he? He is. He really is. I was about to say that's that. I, I, I was like, I recognize that beat. I was like, I ain't even mad at it. Buddy Me. went in. Buddy bruh, went in. Bro, we done came up with the name for the duo, cuz. You ready for this shit? Okay. Talk to me. I'm a Libra. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Birthstone for the Libra is that. It's a sapphire that got a special name because it's multiple stones at each one, depending on what you want to go with. You feel what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
birthstone for the Scorpio in November for my dog is like this opal. Now, I'm trying to think of how to describe The best way I could describe it is the color of mine is Sonic and the color of my dog's is Knuckles. So we Sonic and Knuckles, bro. We out here just trying to get these coins, man. You feel me? The first take going to be called Six Rings, man. Coming for y'all, nigga, 2024. We on y'all oh, head top. I love Sonic it. and Knuckles six rings and we both dreaded on you fuck nigga you feel me my dog black and Puerto Rican me I'm just native to the land we sit on yeah call it what you want to melanated king more fans community you feel me They tell you about them George Washington quotes. They don't tell you about them ones that involve the feds and getting the more to remove his feds. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, what, what race I am, I tell them Al Moroccan. You said American? I said same, different. You feel me? That's where I bid it. Ah, that is not who I wanted. Stop. Long haters, talk to us about their draft, man. This is this the GSA draft episode, man. Yeah, man. And they put they making me work for it today. I'm telling you. I ain't lying to you. I ain't lying to you. But I ain't once you come back to that age, y'all. I'm dealing with uh fast issues. <laughs> I gotta eat there. Once it come back around to me, I'm going DK Metcalf, Lamar Jackson, back to back. And but I just realized people be doing that mukbang. I need to stop covering my mouth. People like to see you eat on the internet. <laughs> they they really do. It's a whole like it's a whole genre of internet videos. I hip y'all. Your boy eating some ramen, but it's like I made ramen. It's not a pack of ramen. Now, you know, I ain't gonna talk no more because it's gonna seem hoity toity. But your nigga having some rhyming with some boiled eggs. You feel me? We, we taking DK because I can't eat, I can't eat meat or sweets right now. Yeah, you Lamar feel Jackson me? like I want it. Real Daniel fast things. You feel me? Shouts out my boy, uh, that white boy name Franklin Jansen. I started to call that nigga Henley Jansen. That's somebody. I don't know who it is, but that's somebody. But you're not responding every time I eat. You just letting the camera sit on me, and I feel like it's on purpose. You slick your head. <laughs> you a dirt man. That nigga just let this sit. I'm sitting. I look up, and I'm just sitting now. <laughs> Looking like Shannon Sharp, a whole ass Bronco. Um, he played for the Broncos, I but I was actually saying that nigga looked like a horse for anybody he, he that who like don't horse, know. Yeah. A Bronco is yeah. a horse. <laughs> I wasn't talking about a football team. I could have said CD Lamb. Hey, that nigga don't look like a lamb. That nigga look like a horse. And it's a uh, also. A getaway car. You feel me? It's crazy that they brought the Bronco back sooner that man got out of jail. How you cancel it because of him and bring it back when he get out of jail? <laughs> That's what they brought it back once he got out? Mm-hmm. 
That's that's not funny. The that's first it. new one was like a 2017. Okay. I think that's right around the time he had got out. That's right, because he's been out. Yeah, he's been out for a little minute now. Mm-hmm. He'd have never went in had he not been set up. Tell me more. These th- these are things I'm unaware of. Oh, you didn't know? Okay, so OJ went to jail for stealing back memorabilia of his. That's what I, okay, I remember And he that. was flat out set up. People he knew and were close to told him to go to a specific hotel, a specific hotel room number, gave him the room key, and told him to go there to get his things. And you know how um people will buy... Like, I think somebody bought... um. Won a Robert Horry championship rings at a charity auction and gave it back to him. Oh, wow. so this is not an uncommon practice for people who really love you to buy your memorabilia and use it as an opportunity to meet you and wax poetic about what your career meant to them, and then they give it to you as a gift, as a symbol. Even though they're like, "Hey, if you want to sell it again for charity, that's on you," but I want you to have it because this is what that championship meant to me. It was the first season I'd ever went to with my dad. You know, all that kind of stuff. So long story short, he was told to go there to get his memorabilia. All he did was go get this shit. It became a crime when they said he stole it. OJ didn't run into a hotel room with a ski mask and a gun and rob niggas for his memorabilia. He went somewhere he was told to go and took something that he was told to get. And the people whose it was said that he didn't have his permission to get it. It was that simple. And he couldn't prove that he was told to go get it. Because the people who told him to go get it, it wasn't they shit. Uh... So it's irrelevant that they told you to go get that. That's just, that's just like somebody telling you, hey, these people going to be out of town and they got a safe in the basement. You know what I'm saying? They can just yeah. say, you asked them where your stuff was and they told you where your stuff was. You went right. to go take it. And it's a uh, believed murderer's word versus a bunch of regular people to the jury's eyes. But that's why he went to jail. He didn't do shit. He wrote that if I did it book and it pissed people off so they set him up. They had been trying to set that nigga up for years, and that was that was the one that got him. I was yeah, obviously acquitted the first time, and I'm mm-hmm. sure people were like, "Yeah, bro, his people taking Dalvin Cook it in the fourth, fourth round, fifth round." Man, I'm finna win this league. With GS Cowboys winning this league, I'm and sorry. like the worst part is people who believe he murdered the old girl running around saying, "Good, I'm glad he went to jail." I'm like a man went to jail in his 60s because he was told to go get his memorabilia. That'd be like somebody buying Reggie Bush Heisman that he had to give back and telling him to go get it when he's 65 and then they arrest fucking Reggie Bush for stealing his own Heisman. That's exactly what the fuck happened. I don't give a fuck what you think of his court case. Innocent till proven guilty. Bitch, the 12 people who opinion mattered said that nigga was not guilty. Fuck all the millions of opinions that dissent from him. You won the jury yeah. of his peers. Y'all far from being that nigga peers. 
Yeah. And anybody who look actually look at the evidence have the stronger belief that his son did the shit. It would explain why his son had a lawyer before he did. It would explain why you go on a run and take them on a chase so that the person who actually needs to escape has time to while all the attention is on you. Oh. The person with a history of mental health issues, military background, where he used the exact type of weapon that was used to kill Nicole Simpson and uh that other sucker motherfucker. I don't say his name. He don't get to get famous. He wasn't fucking the juice. <laughs> that nigga was trying to get some of the squeeze. He a whole whole nigga. You feel me? Shouts out to OJ, man. And I'm I'm cool with whoever I piss off feeling like that. I feel like you be you good with it. You won't be tripping off of people uh who yeah, like you said, you cool with people saying whatever they gotta say. You stand on what you uh you stand on what you believe in. Mm-hmm. They give me that you about. need to leave energy. I'd be like, okay, my bad. I'll let y'all like <laughs> stay up, but I dap everybody up on the way out <laughs> whilst fucking right off. Feel what I'm saying? There was a player that I was trying to get that I there we go. I didn't see him. I took him. Nah. I got flustered. That's the that's the gist of that. But I never knew that. Uh, yeah, I never knew the story behind like OJ going to grab some stuff that had already belonged to him, and yeah, things ended up not going the way. Yeah, whoever told him to go grab that, um, didn't own what he went to go grab. Yeah, he got I set was, up. I, I like Carrie Hilson. Her beautiful lad. You know, she got set up, too. You ain't peep, cuz. That whole Beyonce beef was contrived. Her producers and writers set up because they were beefing with Beyonce. She didn't even write the shit that was supposedly taken as an underhanded jab that started everything. She was just next person used as a prop for Beyonce to be beefing with to remove all competition. Took out Emory, took her out, took out Sierra. The fact that Sierra dropped If I Were a Boy as a Ballot and Beyonce came right behind her with Like a Boy, that shit blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't want no beef with the beehive, but like you said, I speak my truth. The amount of first follower shit she do and then get credit for leading because she bigger than everybody she follow, disgusting. Like, like this gonna sound ridiculous. But do you know how fucking mad it made me when she started making fucking music, bro? 
Beyonce. She was all ballads and love stories and all this bullshit right up until Kelly Rowland had a number one with Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, Beyonce is fucking the beach and humping the ground while the water splash her ass cheeks, bruh. Riding all on that surfboard. The very next year, bruh. She ain't even let that bitch album drop before she switched up her whole movement. Talking about after... Not not even after the first baby. After the twins is now you, you a sex pot? And it's all about fucking and riding dick? Ten years into marriage, that's when you switched it up? It ain't got shit to do with Kelly having a number one switching the image up and doing something Destiny's Child never did. It ain't had shit to do with that, right? It's too many fucking coincidences, bro. I get sick of this shit. Because I remember you, I remember you feeling very strongly even about Kelly Rowland making that move. You like she in her thirties? What you doing? Now, now you with now it's the you know same you gonna put some little B cup silicones in them? Th- nobody want them. Nobody want that pussy now. The song will fire, but nobody want that pussy now. It it it's, it's I find like I feel like as a as a consumer of entertainment, it's disrespectful for these women to be on their second divorce, third child, and now they want to show them old ass titties to the public. Nah, keep that shit in house. We don't want it. Keep that shit in house. <laughs> and that go for anybody. I don't give a fuck if you offended. Understand. Opinion like an asshole. Everybody has one and they all stink. Mine's included. Yours especially. So if you don't like what I say, guess what? Don't live your life based off of the fuck shit that come out of my mouth because you don't have to. Fuck what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's the gift of being you. <laughs> but as far as me, man... <laughs> don't don't so it don't don't hey we want to see them tater tie we don't want to see no sloppy yabos you feel what i'm saying we want to see them when they point at, at the sky and they at jesus not when they shot the hell you feel what i'm saying i ain't have to bring god into it that was very ridiculous but i that said was. what i said <laughs> that was ridiculous Ah, my side hurting. <laughs> that nigga Cisco said, Ooh, that thing's so devilish. I don't think that's what he meant, though. <laughs> hey, right after I piss him off, you think I should give him a preview of the music? How far we in from our next pick? <laughs> when they get the 27 8 ish on up. Um. And I'm I'm a married man, so that is that is also a fact. Oh, you a crazy person, we, though. We watch, I meant we how far are we from my next draft pick? Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't to tell on part. yourself. I figured you did. Now I had to clarify for you. Said some crazy cupcakes out there, I'm, bitch. I'm two pick. I'm two picks away, and I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna take Jonathan okay. Taylor or not because people really sleeping on our guy, and I think I should take him. I want to preview on that UBM, a little sample of that UBMer after the after we go through our next round, Robin. Pick that cool with you, G. Yeah, yeah. My dog say a, he ready. I'm he said, "Yeah, all that album shit cool, but nigga, we could drop some singles and shit." <laughs> I said, "That's a bad fuck it, bro. Let's get the registration done. Let's go ahead and go at it." So we about to go ahead and start dropping with bro, and we gonna see the efficacy of that method. You feel me? Yeah. 
And then we be like, fuck it, man. Fuck all these albums. We just gonna start dropping singles too then. But we putting together Sonic and Knuckles six rings and then um and then we go put together a joint. But yeah, but I'm excited about that bit, bro. This is straight ass conversation on Wax this week. I'm hoping you fucking with the vibe. This is real fantasy draft type shit, though, right? Conversation could go anywhere. Very. Hold From on. OJ to sloppy jobs to dirty jobs. That. You feel me? Let me get that. <laughs> hey man, the way kids ask questions, funny as shit, bro. Like, it could be like, "Hey, um, uncle, do you smell that?" Oh, some, they and then you be like, some. "Nigga, is the house filling with gas? We about to die!" Like, you should have asked that in a panic. You feel me? They ask crazy <laughs> shit, calm as fuck. And then they panic about shit that do not matter. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Dave, um, um, can can you come watch me do a cartwheel? Nigga, when you smelt gas, you was calm as, calm as a whistle. You feel me? If I walk up out here and watch the cartwheel, the house gonna blow up, though. This is, uh, kids is hilarious, though. That's what all that, for the record. The gas situation was the first thing that came to mind. That was not the situation where something silly was going on. And he said it calmly. If you want the actual example, he walked past and was like, it's a fire in the kitchen. And it's because he a a kid. And you know, kids have only seen the shit they seen. (laughs) That nigga been in all electric houses. He seen a gas stove and was like, y'all know y'all stove on fire. (laughs) Hey dog, I'm making some tea. That's all that's going on. But if you thought the house was on fire, you was calm and hell about it. I rock with you for that, my G. You feel me? You my few for real. You my few if you anybody in there few. You did? They said, yeah, man, the kitchen on fire. I ran in the kitchen. I said, what the fuck? And then I walked him back there. He was like, right there. You don't see that fire? <laughs> Coming right out the stove. I said, okay, it is. You got me. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> yeah, I'm bullshitting. The kitchen is on fire. It's a controlled one, but it is on fire, technically. <laughs> you feel me? If somebody tried to argue with you about that, do them like you did me, because you are correct. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. That's a good time, boy. We was outside in the front yard cartwheeling for 10 minutes, man. And without, like, kids special, man. Cause without nephews, nieces, cause I ain't got no young one. You feel so without nephews and nieces, you know how long it would have been since I spent ten minutes cartwheeling in the front yard. That's I have never done that in life, and it not been fun. And just I don't know what about it is Dave Chappelle, but I'm just laughing and giggling the whole time like something funny. Nothing's funny, but I'm just like that. <laughs> tripping and falling trying to do one-handed cartwheels i'm like yo it's been years since i did this and it had been years since i kicked it with my nephew though you feel me yeah 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 though man them jokers be springing up man them jokers be springing up that's for damn sure had a good ass time though man had a good ass time that's what's up that's what's up Oh, pro tip for all adults who love Transformers. 
if your niece or nephew or kid give you a transformer ask them if it transformed don't be breaking their goddamn toys i didn't break it i asked but it's because i was like oh this the one that turned into a i said do this transform he's like oh no not that one this one do i was like okay bet 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 let me see how fast you can morph that one <laughs> he's like don't you hey i turned you into an airplane fly your air right to the moon one time little man was not playing by that gundam wing boy that's good time we're taking david and joe cool as our tight end one we up again trying <laughs> and your internet kicking your ass and I done made the uh, what you call them screen small so I can't even really see what's going on with the draft so that's why I ain't been talking about it at all yeah, let okay. me get a my bad go ahead you back now I I'm can a, hear you nah yeah I took Jahan Dotson so I took David and Joku at 90 and then Jahan Dotson at 91 took Jahan above his ADP which is average, average draft position um, his ADP is 87, so we'll go ahead and take him at that spot. I wanted Miles Sanders, man, because I need we need an, at least one more running back. We got and for three. the and for the audio cast who may be listening and thinking this the wildest fucking fantasy football flag <laughs> fiesta I have ever heard. Them niggas ain't said shit about football or no players. I ain't got no advice to <laughs> none of that. You're welcome, and welcome to Conversations on Wax. But just to give you a little bit of back-to-back fact-to-fact, a little bit of our roster, we got Jay Dotson. have no idea what his first name is. D. Swift, I'm guessing DeAndre. D. London, never heard of him. D. Njoku, uh, also thought he was a boxer. Jonathan Taylor, who is very disgruntled, and I'm worried about that pick. Bobby Robertson. Tell me he a Bobbert. What's his name? Bijan, man. Bijan Robertson. <laughs> then we got C. Watson. Never heard of him. No relation. DK Metcalf. Aaron Brown. And Lelucius Jackson. Fantasy football experts. Come to conversations <laughs> on West. For all your fantasy football needs. needs. <laughs> you see me. Man, hey, it's paper chasing, not paper stacking. <laughs> I said, what is it? Paper stacking or paper chasing? I, to this day, I don't know which one it actually is. I'm pretty sure I just fucked it up. Is it paper stacking or paper chasing? It's paper stacking, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's paper stacking. I never forget it. Never forget it. It's I just said stacking. it ass backward. That boy out there, paper stacking. That makes sense. It I guess you rather stack stacking. it than chase it. Just chase it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I never forget that. That's that was some funny shit, bro. Here bro, yeah. He uh he did not he did not appreciate. Folks getting his uh his name wrong. His paper, I man. Shout out to that paper chasing. It's oh, paper that make even stacking, more. Man. That make even more sense because he wasn't young he chasing. Was he was he exactly. Was <laughs> I'm not young chasing. I'm young stacks. <laughs> you young <it>. stacks. <laughs> you got it. You get it. <laughs> we are the two remaining members. 
But in mm-hmm. every way, that nigga is the original member of Purple Haze, bro. And I the never shot him. I never the, shot him on the, where he play out in my member. legacy, bro. We take this shit to the moon and sell 100 million records. When I tell the story, it will start recording in his fucking dorm room, bro. Shouts yeah. out to motherfucking Lou Doss, a.k.a. Young Stacks. The most shystiest nigga who Stop. is... He the most honest, <laughs> shystiest nigga I've ever met in my life. Like... Square he look you right in your face and tell you about how shysty he gonna be when you can't Square see business. him. <laughs> He's like, uh, when you ain't around, but I'm be on some fuck shit, but you my dog. And I'm like, boy, like, that nigga go at you, bitch. That nigga had no shame. And he'll square up with you about it and then still be your friend afterwards. Because he was gonna be him. Being heard again. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you again. <laughs> you feel me? Bet that, that one thing I've always respected as a nigga who it take a lot for me to get to well, we gonna square up. For the niggas I've had to square up with and we was cool afterwards, I love them as much as I love anybody, bro. Try to be straightforward. I ain't really lost too many fights that wasn't to Donald. Bo. You know what I'm saying, big brother? You feel me? I ain't lost too many yeah. fights that wasn't the blood. And, and to be honest with you, I believe it's because I'm not willing to go as far. Everybody who I'm willing to... Everyone who I don't have boundaries to the level of damage I'm willing to inflict, they they don't, they don't ever really come out on top. Yeah. Because I've never that been man. in a situation where I wanted to fight. So if you forced me into this, it is my entire desire to create a life for you where you never choose this again for you. Yeah. I'm not trying to win a fight. I'm trying to either remove your ability to or desire to ever fight again. That's what I'm about. My, like, I swear to God. That's so- I, I want you to not be able to walk correctly. <clears throat> you feel me? Like, we're going we gonna to have problems. You put your hands on the only vessel God gave me. I get one of these bitches. And I had the dumbass idea to run into other human beings full speed for a decade. So all the damage I'm willing to do to it has been done. Damage the vessel God gave me and see what happens. <laughs> I promise you, he built me for destruction and I spend every day trying to live a different truth. <laughs> you feel me? T, am I lying? Hey. Don't nothing make me happier than somebody running at somebody that don't have no business fighting. Cause I get to go beat their ass and everybody gonna say I was right for doing it. Good God. Ain't nothing sweeter than a than a than a than a hero's welcome. I'm talking about that's on your chest. Oh, oh, oh. Keep hitting him. <laughs> oh, you feel me? <laughs> I talked about being brother a couple hours ago. That nigga said, Yeah, man, you you probably 20, 25 years deep on uh like you gotta have one of the strongest hearts I, I know. I said, I am a lover. He said, nah, bro. For a nigga to have the anger issues that you do it for you to still be walking around ticking. <laughs> yeah, you burned a little bit. But nigga, you do that. You angry. You you angry as shit. I was like, but I eat right, cuz. You do. You know what I'm saying? I'm heart healthy. <laughs> and I eat a lot of watermelon. I eat good blood flow. I read books for my food, nigga. I'm I'm a little I'm be a, a long ass angry <laughs> life. Fuck y'all talking about. <laughs> Long ass angry life, nigga. Fuck you, tell that. 
right, Personality-wise, it made way you. more sense for him to be Sonic and me to be Knuckles. I'm much more of a Knuckles-type nigga. Go ahead. I really like Elijah more, but I'm going to be smart. I'm going to take, ooh, this stinks. I kind of want Jalen Warren. I'm going to let Jalen Warren go. I want to take Sean him. Sean Watson going to play out of his mind this year. Do with that information what you will. I know. I know. You banked on Nasty Man in the predictions last I did. week. I did. But the thing is, I want to back up. I want to back up. Uh, you cut out. But if you can hear me, interrupt me when you come back in. And I just stop talking. That's how you know I can hear you. Deshaun Watson will be throwing for 5,000 yards this year. Nasty Man is on Nasty the prime. Yeah. 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 And I didn't get Amari. Amari. Um, it's Amari. Uh, I ain't drafted I Amari since that bitch got hurt the first game of the year. Because I I had wanted to draft him every year I've ever played fantasy football. The one year I drafted him, that bitch got hurt game one or two and didn't come back. I said, fuck you. Amari Coop. Oh, Coop, yeah. Coop be Coop do be wild or not. I ain't gonna stunt. I ain't even gonna hold you. Old Ninja Turtle face ass nigga. Nigga look click on that nigga if you see a name somewhere. Show the people what that nigga look like, man. That nigga look just oh. like a ninja turtle. Somebody scooped him. Hold up. Let me see if I can pick in. Uh go look at it. Oh look, your pick coming in 33. You picked 10, got- so you already jet pick, ain't it? I pick back to back. Yeah, I got it's how many? Twelve picks into my turn, so I can go look for him. Hold on, let me go see. Why people acting is. like Juju not about to be getting every ball that go outside thrown his way in New England? Is Juju um, still available? Because it's not sexy. Yeah, yeah, he right there. Yeah, it's definitely not sexy, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna have a great year. His TDs may be low because Pat, uh, not Pat. What's your boy from Alabama? Um, Mac Jones, which one? receiver. He's not Jones, a big. Yeah. He's not a big red zone TD guy, and they're not. I don't see chunk plays from the Patriots this year. <laughs> I don't see chunk plays coming in front of them guys. No. <laughs> What's the name of their old coordinator? Nah, nah. They went back to old boy from uh, Alabama, right? That nigga P. Egan. I believe because the Patriots wanted to hire him last year, but he didn't want to undercut belly nicks. So he told him he'd wait a year before he got him. New England's offensive coordinator is none other than. Ain't no one here. It is not Sean McVay. Uh, Josh McDaniel. No, nah, it ain't. That nigga, the head coach at the uh, Raiders. What? He got another head job. That bitch did get fired, didn't he? Oh no, he got fired from the Broncos when he was cheating. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was when Shannon Sharp was back on the Broncos, which is funny as fuck. Uh, cause you know he went to the Ravens and then went back for a year. And uh, hold up. Nah, I don't know who the fuck the uh, offensive coordinator. It ain't Charlie yeah. Weiss, but it's a guy from the old regime. 
I could have sworn it was uh, oh 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 uh, he coached the he, he coached the Texans. Um, Bill O'Brien. But yeah, that's him. That's him. You got it. Ray. Oh, I almost said something crazy. Nah. Man, it ain't crazy right. if it's true. The nigga who started the dominoes on Deshaun Watson when he demanded a trade after they traded the best receiver in the league and he still led the league in passing yards and everybody said, but he's a loser. He's like, look what the fuck I'm working with. Trade me, cuz. He immediately have a scandal and the lawyer is next door neighbors with the owner of the motherfucking Texans. The fact that nobody would call a spade a spade on the Deshaun Watson quote-unquote scandal. The fact that somebody who plays football ball for a living and has missed whole seasons with injuries likes massages. Like, all of that shit was just flat-out fucking crazy, bro. It was crazy to me. They assassinated that man's whole character because he refused to just keep playing for a horrible fucking team that didn't actually want to win. He's like, ain't no way in hell y'all gonna get me with the number one overall pick because y'all suck and just keep fucking sucking and force me to stay here. Go get another nigga for a decade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you see what it was gonna cost to keep him. The wildest part is people acting like he didn't deserve that money. Like he won 10 points up on the guy they've anointed as the best quarterback in the league with a terrible fucking roster and a terrible coach, Bill O'Brien. He was 10 points up on Patty Mahomes headed into that first Super Bowl that Patrick Mahomes won. So if he could have him down by double digits, he could have won the games they won to win that Super Bowl. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Him and D-Hop should be champions if Bill O'Brien wasn't a coach. He was just a offensive coordinator. So said all that to say, Mac Jones gonna be going out with Juju, cause he trying to prove that not only is he a winner now that he went and got the Super Bowl with the Chiefs, but he a top flight receiver. He not, but he gonna be trying to prove it. And I think gonna get Jarvis Landry numbers, hundred catcher type shit. And that's another thing. Circle back to motherfucking ABZ, cause. He said, it bothers me that I feel like y'all about to try to get me to take a pay cut so that y'all can keep Juju when y'all been awarding this nigga all year and treating him like he gonna become the number one in my place when the only reason he's shining is because I'm getting the coverages I'm getting. This is still my team. Then they gave Juju Offensive Player of the Year, ousted AB, and had to let Juju walk the next year. Nothing AB has said has been crazy until he stopped playing football. Then there's a lot of crazy shit that went on. But everything football related has been gospel with ABG. They was trying to do him like they did Miles Sanders, like they did Plaxico. Treat it like it was them and not the receiver, which it really has to be. Because them niggas up there will develop the fuck out of receiver. They're the only yeah, organization that has proved this them and not the receiver. Because they develop a motherfucker so good. They stay good when they leave. But they demand so much money. Any team that get one and don't win the Super Bowl don't keep it. Only reason Plaxico got paid is because the Giants won that Super Bowl. The only reason uh, uh, 
Sanders got paid is because they went and won that Super Bowl uh, with the Bronco. You feel what I'm saying? And he ended up getting traded, 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 traded. Because they didn't want to keep that contract on their books. <laughs> like, that's really how they moved, though. We're going to develop you and then get you up out of here. You're welcome for the careers, how they treat it. Nah, that might be the only organization I could. I, I, I can't blame them niggas. They saved Minka Fitzpatrick's career. Yeah, they really did. Mike Tomlin, one of the best they coaches really in did. the NFL from a player development standpoint, and it ain't close. You can't give him a bad roster because you can't give him a bad character human being. He going to go character first and then develop and teach him whatever else he need him to know, bro. He, he one of the best coaches of players in the game, period. And that's why he yeah. never had a losing season. Yeah, that which is a crazy stat. <laughs> that's a crazy stat. Belichick like, three of, and of eleven all the, of all the yeah in seasons uh without Tom Brady making the playoffs. You can talk about never having a losing record. That nigga is seven times more likely to miss the playoffs than make it without Tom Brady. And if you want, if you want to say don't count the Browns years, he one and three since Tom Brady left New England. This the fourth. So he's about to drop to 25 from 33 if he don't figure it out this year. And Aaron Rodgers came to the division. Good luck. Aaron Rodgers, Tua, and that boy out there on the Bills, Josh Allen, no relation. Shit. That nigga finna be on the hot seat next year. Put that on everything that Bill Belichick get fired before 2025. You think so? I hope so. They gonna let him, they gonna let him resign. I hope they fire him a year before they, they should, like he be releasing players. Keep that same energy. You can't do that shit to Tom and then think your old fuck ass is over that. Tom can't not be above it, but you is. Get out of my fucking office. When at every point that a coach got a, a higher paid contract than you, I renegotiated your contract so that you was the highest paid executive and coach and forced everybody else, quote unquote, because it's a salary cap sport to take a pay cut. He is the walking, living manifestation of the antithesis of a general never dresses warmer than his troops. He has always been about dressing warmer than his fucking troops, being treated better, getting more credit, and them not having the stature and respect that he do. Get Bill Belichick the fuck out of here. And see if somebody else give him an opportunity to prove it was him and not Tom so that he could prove to the world it wasn't him. That's what I want to happen. Take that star off his chest so that he have to prove it's not him like Tom did and let's watch him not fucking do it. That's what I would like. Yeah. Fuck that ain't Belichick. Yeah, they, they always...
Because I'd be saying crazy shit, but the universe really be giving me an opportunity to do a lot of wild shit. Like, when I come up with some shit, the universe be like, all right, let's go see how it play out. And I be like, oh, shit. I be, I be looking up at the sky like, you know I ain't die when I did it, when I pictured it, right? And then I just run into the situation full speed. I be like, I asked for this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. One time I had pussed out though. I ain't even gonna lie. And I think I told you about this shit, but I ain't talked to the audience and we keeping it honest. It had been a minute since I had fucked me a little bitch in the whip, man. And um I like, why not? I still got damn get on my why shit type shit. Why sure enough shit you not not a full week passed that I was sliding around with that little bit and she was like pull into the parking garage. I was like, what? <laughs> I immediately became the bitch. I was like, oh, I already know I ain't gonna be able to pull the trigger. And sure enough, bro, right when we went to the spot we tried to get to, the last thing we seen is what, my nigga? Security! The last thing <laughs> we seen when we got the shouty flow was the fucking United Security. You know them niggas that be in Atlanta, them fucking... The little truck. And when I'm talking about that nigga stared at my whole face as I drove past. It was like some shit out of movie. I was like, I know this fat ass nigga finna do a lap in that stinking ass cart. He, I know he finna do a lap if he don't see me drive back out of this uh, shit. You feel what I'm saying? It was yeah. one of them type of things like, oh, I don't recognize this one. Tight niggas, man. But yeah, man. So we post up. We blow a, blow a little blunt or whatever, and sure enough, his ass come, taking his fuck ass around the corner. And I'm like, yeah, it was a good decision. The funniest thing is to watch motherfuckers who, who ladies talk about, cause like, this the funniest thing, bro, and I'm going to go ahead and make a confession for the audio cast. A lot of the shit I be complaining about be on the half of the audience, y'all. We made an agreement a long time ago that I'm the asshole, and hopefully only the people that see this episode will have that third wall broken, but we made a decision for me to just be the asshole and he get to be the nice guy, because it's closer to our natural personalities anyway. I will be honest about that. But a lot of that go over the deep end shit is my role on the show. <laughs> With that being said, bruh, it's so funny to have to come on this motherfucker and argue on behalf of shit I don't deal with. Like, when niggas be talking about, uh, man, if a bitch don't come in the house and just clean up if shit dirty, wash your clothes if they dirty, I don't want them. And this and that, this and that. And niggas arguing in the comment, women talking about something. You need a mama. You need a this. You need a that. The shit have me so fucking, like, I be laughing so hard because I was like, you never have to ask a woman who like you to do any of that shit. <laughs> y'all niggas do a whole lot of dating people who don't actually like y'all out there. And for men, I'd simply say, it's okay to like women who, I don't want to say out of your league. It's okay to like women who don't actually like you. To pursue them to try and convince them to date you and then bitch because they don't act like they like you I think that's a fool's game and any nigga who gets super rich and think that a certain caliber of woman 
is going to actually like them because they got a whole lot of money and you ain't put no personality behind that bitch you ain't put no culture behind that bitch no intelligence no nothing that'll make a bitch actually like you well, we can't sit around sad for y'all niggas when a bitch don't cooperate cause all the shit you bitching about they do without you having to ask them if they like you cause. am I crazy P? nah not at all please date somebody who actually like you and they go for females too because the one percent of niggas who have the option and pick of the litter be real with yourself shot especially for the ones who the mistress if his main bitch way better than you he fucking you because you not a headache any problems you give him immediately decrease your value stop bullshitting out here and be honest with yourself I'm tripping. We done finished the draft. And that concludes this COD fantasy football flag the whole episode segment. You feel? But I, but I tell any lies, P? Nah, nah. If you a side bitch and you can look in the mirror and honestly tell yourself you not better than his main bitch, you are there because you provide him less problems than she do. How dare you start to give him problems? Break up with him. I'm glad I was able to do that whole rant in the third person. I don't want to get in no trouble like this, bitch. We about to run down the uh, the good old uh, the roster that we got in this GSH Cowboys fantasy football fantastic fun phenomenal draft. S. And my dog just cut out again, and I'm gonna let him do this whole rundown. I'm gonna just not take it to a crazy place as he try to do this recap, cause we sliding on into the tell me something good, and whenever he come back, I'm gonna hit him with a but on boom. Yes, sir. I'm in here. No, I'm saying whenever I can hear you, that's how I'm going to let you know I can hear you. You just start talking to the audience is what I expected to have. <laughs> <laughs> Would you if you could? Back to you, P. That's what I do. <laughs> Once I can hear you, I'm going to hit you with a back to you, P. Yeah, 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 man. And this week's tell me if you could Oh, no, nah, G. I thought you was going to read them the team at the, before you transition. Yeah, I'm about to tell them something good. This roster oh, we got. <laughs> this nigga. I, this nigga told me he had a TSG. The T- you motherfucker. Go ahead. <laughs> if you could. I wish you would. <laughs> Do me and the audience a favor now that we on the same. Panahe, a.k.a. Page, And uh, tell us something good. Yeah, yeah. At quarterback, we got the Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens starting quarterback. Starting at receiver, we got Jalen Hurts, number one target, A.J. Brown. At the second receiver spot, we got Geno Smith's number one target, D.K. Metcalf. At the third receiver position, we have the number one receiver in Green Bay, Christian Watson. Then we have Atlanta's own Bijan Robinson coming straight up out of the Austin, Texas.
Yeah, we got BJ Robinson coming straight up out of Austin, Texas, and we got Frederick Rose dealing with internet difficulties out in Houston, Texas. Back to you, P. Yes, sir. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to go DK Metcalf. I'm assuming that's why I cut out. If I BJ Robinson. B. B. John Robinson coming into the second running back position. We got DeAndre Swift. Shout out to that UGA dog now in Philadelphia. Then we have tight end David Njoku, who's going to be playing with the nasty man, who we believe is going to have a breakout season this year. (laughs) At the flex position, we got Drake London, the number one option in Atlanta. Throwing to him will be Desmond Ritter. Hopefully this thing work out because I just don't know. Uh, we chose Jonathan Taylor because he's one of the best running backs in the league. He's He is, like my dog stated earlier, is very disgruntled with his front office right now, wants a new deal, does not have a new deal. Uh, so we just going to stash him and hope that when he come in, he's able to perform at a high level. Um, so we got him on the hey, bench. G. I got to interrupt, bro. We got to make the nasty man t-shirts for Deshaun Watson and put them on brown shirts with white writing, poop emoji on the collarbone, you feel me? Write some shit on some of them that say some shit like, uh, two quarterbacks, one cup, shit like that. Just, just make, you fit, we got to make the nasty man t-shirts for the football season, bro. For everybody who want to make fun of the Browns, cause, cause it's going to be yeah. way more of them than Browns fans, bro. Them bitches going to go viral. Nigga go to a opposing stadium, everybody showing up in the nasty man shirts and we just do targeted ass to the cities he playing. We finna make him the nasty man shirts. Two quarterbacks, one butt. Yeah, Mr. Butt Cheeks. Two QBs, two cheeks, one QB. And they get a nasty man. If anybody can prove it. Tight shit. You feel me? Oh, P back. What it do, cuz? I ain't see you there. That nigga froze immediately. Oh, he moved his finger from his chin. Okay, there he go. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even want to give them no, no, uh, I don't even want to give them no type of spotlight, but I feel a whole way about my internet service right now, y'all. I really do. I'm finna write them a letter. <laughs> like, I, I really, I really gotta write them a letter. This is, this is incredible and not incredible in a good way. They made this day rather laborious for you, man. I had a good punchline that I didn't use that I was saving for the end of that segment. And it was, uh, are you ready for some Mondays? No, nah, that wasn't it. <laughs> you go ahead. I figured out. <laughs> At tight end, we got David. We got, oh, we, yeah, we, we already said we got nasty man's tight end. And then we got the number one, the number one target in Atlanta, Drake London, boys a beast. Hopefully Desmond Ritter can actually throw accurate passes in Atlanta this season. And I, I think I picked Atlanta to win the division uh, against my better judgment. But no, I think I picked the Saints. I think I, I would never pick Atlanta to win. Uh, then we got down to Jonathan Taylor, who is... I would say fuck you, but I'm from Decatur, so... Yeah. <laughs> if, the, if, the Decatur, if the Decatur Dragons was in the league... <laughs> you feel 
I, I showed them some love, but can't show no love to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, but I did pick two players from their team, so it country yeah, nigga take, Saints fan, y'all. That's the only reason I'm tolerating yeah, that yeah. Atlanta fans don't come for me. I just know why he don't support the Falcons. So I, why would I argue with that? Yeah, and they got a quarterback I love right now, so I'm it's, I'm fighting to not be a Saints fan this year. You like Derek Hall? Love him. Yeah, always have. Yeah, and I it's solely based off the way he played. It don't have shit to do with his personality. Cause niggas doubted the fuck out of him because of what happened with his brother. With his brother, and his yeah. brother got battered by a fucking startup franchise who didn't know how to take care of a franchise quarterback. He had just as much talent as yeah. his brother, and I just prayed they put an O line in front of him, and they 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 half ass did that, and then never gave him a top ten defense in his entire career. You can't judge a quarterback success if he never had a top ten defense. That boy knows. talented. Outside of like Aaron Rodgers, one of the people who shouted him out. Outside of like Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, him and like Matthew Stafford, two of the craziest arms in the league to me. And bro, he got the yeah, he got the tools. I'm like, and people are, like they, he's always been in situations where, like you said, he didn't have the correct pieces around him uh, to make. He had idiots. He's never, I think he's never had the same system two years in a row or three years in a row, some crazy shit like that. Yeah. And then like his number one receiver, like this, this is the case in Kansas City, but like Darren Waller is a great, it's a great target. But Darren Waller spent a lot of time hurt as well. And so like you gotta take that into account. Yeah, he a tight end. His number one receiver went to jail for killing somebody driving a hundred and some miles an hour once they finally got him a true number one. They finally go and get Devontae Adams and then they ship him out the next year. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully he gets some stability in New Orleans because like even with, with Devontae Adams in college, he was good enough for the for you to draft him top ten. You never give him a Devontae Adams quality receiver when you finally do that guy. Fair enough, it's not the Raiders' fault. It's no longer there. And you never give him a good defense. How could you ever criticize that quarterback with the numbers he put up with no resources? Yeah. No resources, he, bad defense. Now he got a top 10, now he got a top 10 defense. In a terrible fucking conference. In a terrible conference. <laughs> he guaranteed five wins if he beat if he lose to anybody other than the Falcons more than once. He a clown. He shouldn't lose to the Panthers. He shouldn't lose to the um to the Bucks. Baker should struggle his first year, but he should when it comes to the Saints and the top ten defense, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm I'm seeing that division. Saints, Bucks, Falcons, Carolina. Yeah. That's that's accurate. Straight up. That pick um, Carolina traded away to get up to number one, gonna be valuable as fuck. <laughs> it's basically what I'm saying. I'm sure that bitch gonna be hot sauce. I hope it ain't top three protected. I think they traded it with uh Chicago. No. Exactly. And I want that boy to get some old linemen. 
so they could use their first round pick to get an old lineman and use the other one to get an impact player because you know they be fucking it off and debating on whether or not they should do the things to make their quarterback successful then he be in the last year his contract and they want to say he ain't proven it yet like NFL teams dumb as shit Well, you got guys who, I mean, the owners really don't, you know what I mean? Like, they don't really know what they're doing unless they really, like, they really don't. Like, these ain't, this yeah. ain't, this ain't, you can tell they've like, never been in business. competition. The, yeah. the turnover lets you know they haven't been in competition because change ain't always the solution. If Bill Belichick had to deal with Rex Ryan for a decade, he'd have lost a lot more than he did in that division. But the Jets didn't give a guy 20 years. Like, if put it like this. If the coaches that were on the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills were there for the same length of time that Bill Belichick was, the Patriots would not have had that success in that division. No. no. With the legislated equality of the draft and how the NFL sets that up, they would have learned his tendencies. They would have knew his idiosyncrasies inside and out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And they'd have been able to game plan and out call him. They'd have been in 54th and ones with Bill Belichick and knew what type of defense he was going to call. They'd have been playing paper, scissors, rock. And it was literally, you're not better than me. I'm not better than you. It's just a matter of, did you throw paper when I threw scissors? But all of the turnover had people learning Bill Belichick every four years. The sheer amount of turnover lets you know that NFL owners and stuff are idiots. I'd never sign a nigga to a contract I ain't let him finish. I'd be damned if I pay you not to work. We hate him. Fire him. Y'all gonna pay that nigga not to work? Start to go fund me for the rest of the 29 million on the contract. We can get his ass out of here today. Y'all can hire the next nigga. That's where I'd be as an owner. <laughs> Straight up, bruh. You gonna finish that contract. Unless you quit. It's the last thing you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you fucking terrible? Well, guess what? I'm gonna make it known to all the players. You gone after your contract. And everybody who contract longer than yours gonna treat it like what you say don't fucking matter. Because you ain't got the power to trade nobody, dog. You interim coach. You guaranteed interim. You feel me? I'm looking for your replacement right now. Technic somewhere in college. <laughs> you feel me? That's how the NFL should be, bro. It'll be much more entertaining, bro. Yeah. Because the coaching tree ain't really a coaching tree because they become coordinators and fold up under people and then get these second and third and fourth opportunities. When you could have just left Bill O'Brien's stupid ass in the AFC South to stink it up for another four years and then we can all be sure that he shouldn't be a head coach. Ever. Bitch, you a coordinator. You can never be so good at coordinating again that we let you be a head coach. We sure that's not for you. How many times a nigga got to let a lion cub die before you stop letting that nigga watch the lions at the zoo? Once, and he fired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
billion dollar organization. You got this duckhead ass motherfucker running them into the ground. You got the best quarterback in this draft class. Like the fact that Deshaun Watson don't have an AFC championship, let alone a Super Bowl, ridiculous. And the fact that the Texans owner can get mad and slander this man and ruin his whole image, bananas. I do like that he had to pay him his full salary to not play football, though. Yeah. This one got off the rails. I let you cook. <laughs> you was on the roll. <laughs> we was rolling. <laughs> yeah, this is a crazy <laughs> episode. You <laughs> said this one got off the rail. <laughs> <laughs> that it did. That it did. Did you get through the rest of the list reading the roster? I did not. Let me go ahead and do that now. Jahan Dotson on the bench as a receiver. Jackson Smith and Jigba, third option in Seattle with our dog Geno Smith. I do have DK Met. We the Cowboys do have DK Metcalf and we got Geno Smith. We going all in on Seattle. Y'all see my background. It is Geno Smith. Yeah. I think Geno Smith got a great chance of winning the NFC. Not even kidding. Uh I'm very con- confused by ZSN. That name look like it's waiting to get a white person fired on TV. ZSN, ZSN, JSN. Oh, JSN, yeah, yeah. Jackson Smith and Jigba, yeah. <laughs> he getting somebody fired. Yeah, yeah. Somebody gonna draw that that week one game. Somebody got that game on. They like and Jigba and Jigba. And Jigba. And Jigba. <laughs> a lot of people just been pronouncing that at the end. They, they, they refuse to say Nigba. Because I think that's how what you, I think that's how you Nigba say Nigba fumble on the four-yard line. <laughs> and then, boom, they out of here. You feel it? <laughs> what type of Nigba? Yeah. What type of Nigba is you? I think they all just decided we're going to call him Njigba. In jig, but they put the jig on it. That J definitely silent. That bitch it, it is one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Or they, they yeah. added the out of that main shit. Just added a goddamn vowel that ain't there because they don't know what to do with two consonants next to each other. Like we don't do that in English. <laughs> yeah, y'all do, nigga. Yeah, but uh, I did. I just realized. Yeah, I'm all in on this Seattle offense this year. Zach Charbonnet is a second straight running back. Um, Kenneth Walker is a starter. He stay hurt. So I took a backup who is allegedly a beast. Traylon Burks is in Tennessee with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I think he's going to have a whole lot better year than he had last year. We'll see how, how that offense cooked this year. And then we're going to round that thing out with Geno Smith as our backup quarterback. I did want to take Jawan Johnson, the Saints tight end. Um, so I may go grab him off of waivers. And uh, I may drop, I don't know, I may drop Traylon. We'll see. 
I may end up dropping somebody and going and pick up picking just so I got a back so we got a backup tight end because I think we need at least two tight ends. Um, One thing then, that I think is pretty intriguing about this season is this the second chapter in Russell Wilson being the first player in modern history that we can remember playing his way out of the Hall of Fame. No scandals, no crazy stuff, no suspensions. He just sucks so much worse than he used to that people are turning their backs on him and he ain't even hit his contract extension yet. For him to be the lamest quarterback in history, for him to potentially play his way out of being a Hall of Famer is going to lead to people no longer doing all of this anointing early on. So it's very interesting to see whether or not Mr. Participation Trophy Generation has a good year this year. So if Gino go off, it don't do nothing but support more that it was Pete Carroll and not Skeet Harrell. You feel me? Start calling that nigga Skeet Harrell. Russell Wilson, now you Skeet Harrell. You the you the you the love child of Pete Carroll and and Richard Sherman, nigga. You hear me? Um, some kids, man. Every time he have a new kid, like <laughs> he been he been terrible ever since he became a father. <laughs> and I'm not saying he, I'm not saying that. <laughs> hey, it, it's just the truth. Ever since, like whenever he. That season, he just he's not been good since. He, he needed this grown on he him and uh, him being uh, happy in his personal life translate to him being cheeks on the field. When he was he works with that extremely young lady. hard to put on the image of someone who is happy in his personal life. We have no evidence as to that. Well, we do have evidence as to who. What, what the characteristics of his paramour was when he was successful and what the characteristics of his paramour was when he is not been. That is something that is empirical. How bad do we want to win? <laughs> you see, I said the same thing about Tiger. But Tiger ain't never been on on this side. The reason I reference that is because then they can't say it's about race. But I did say the same thing about Tiger. If he get back to fucking hoes and slutting these bitches out, he'll get back to winning majors. Tiger drop a sex tape. I bet he win a grand slam. Go for four. Yeah, cleaning up his act don't help him. <laughs> he gotta be out not here at all street. he gotta be out imagine here imagine look at how his life fell apart and then his subsequent golf game imagine how much more suspenseful those moments were in a Waffle House bathroom because it could destroy his life imagine how much more adrenaline was coursing through his veins than when he was trying to sink a putt on 18 because it didn't affect shit. He still was going to make $100 million.
them moments meant nothing to him because of how crazy the rest of his life was. We think there's just some nerdy ass nigga golfing around and going, riding around that stupid ass Buick. Nah, he was out here slutting hole, popping pills and going crazy with it. That golf shit was his side gig. Tiger was slutting the hole. That was his full-time job. Built a billion. Dicking down, got down. Backwater Betty Sue, you feel me? Regular ass, slow ass white bitch. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> resume not solid in the least bit. That nigga resume was made with Legos. You could just push that shit over. <laughs> the complete opposite of what Derek Jeter was doing. <laughs> Boy, that nigga was the skeets and not the jeeps. You feel me? That, that nigga wasn't giving hoes gift bags on the way out. He was giving them hoes Cracker Barrel gift cards. And them hoes was litty off them shit. <laughs> That's the clientele. That nigga Tiger was slaying Cracker Barrel clientele. That's a that's a damn shame. Them hoes ain't never had a vegan meal. That shit crazy, man. <laughs> that's also facts, bro. Like what none of what none of them that whole list. Like I go watch some documentaries, got me into it. Like them the ones that was coming forward to talk bad about him. He's like, man, mm, you should be, you, you should they be gonna sound fucked up.